0: And now, for our feature presentation.
1: (laughs) Ivy Gangang.
0: Aka Mango King. Welcome to episode 7 of season 4, Surviving Nairobi. Kamakarida hafare, aka Sambo Sam, aka Dark Khan aka Mjanabi Mkuu, aka Hoyt platter, aka The Antioxidant Puppy, aka Coach Beard, and finally for this season, it's your brand new Sugar Daddy. I'm so sorry by the way, last week we didn't drop an episode, uh, on a bit of a behind the scenes trouble, but tumeruli, tuko inadi,
1: Mm.
2: tuko
0: inigri. Kaka waida, nikona?
2: big buddy Abdi, but ah, oh well. I was yeah. really waiting for that part. No, please, please The agenda must agenda. Uh I would
0: just like to point out for anybody who's listening. I have put a bounty on Cheromorgor's head. <laughs> ten thousand for anybody who can bring me her wig. <laughs> <laughs> ten thousand. If you can bring me her wig, I will give you ten thousand shillings cash on the spot. <laughs> the crimes she had co- she has committed against me and my bloodline shall not be forgiven. <laughs> Wallahi. Shall not be forgiven. You're not
2: helping it by saying Wallahi because now people are going to think you're actually Somali. That's the thing
0: being a Muslim, <laughs> and I'm not a Muslim by the way, being a Muslim doesn't equate to being a Somali. But Jerum Murkur has committed crimes against me and my bloodline crimes that she must pay for and answer for. <laughs> yeah. When the book of judgment is opened and when her, her sins are weighed, there will be many. <laughs> she will never see the gates of heaven crimes against me and my bloodline.
2: Chero times 10 on the noise ah, ma- makers list. <laughs> times 1056.
0: Ah, no, 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 no,
2: no. Um, glad to be here. Mm-hmm. As you can see, we have a very lovely guest. Very very lovely. Thank you. Thank you so much for gracing us with your presence. Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah, kindly introduce yourself.
3: My name is Safia Abji, mm-hmm. and I am a trauma-informed transformation coach based in Nairobi, Kenya. Oh, wow. Yeah. Before we
0: even continue, because <laughs> I'm sure guys are like, what? what's a trauma based <laughs> transformation called? Yeah. Trauma,
3: sorry. Did I say trauma based? Trauma informed. Tra- 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 trauma informed,
0: inf- informed yeah. Sorry, trauma sorry, sorry, informed, sorry. Trauma informed.
3: Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, it's already confusing. Yeah, got it. You want mm-hmm. me to explain a little bit more about yeah, it? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. So trauma-informed um, means that I deal primarily with traumas. Um, well, most of my clients end up being um, people who have gone through trauma. Now, if anybody's listening and thinking, oh, okay, so you're probably dealing with people who've undergone things like Um, You know, a near-death experience, sexual abuse, anything that can be a very direct trauma. Mm -hmm. But actually, there's a difference between big T and small T traumas. Mm -hmm. So, you know, something that may have not had a physical or direct impact to you can still be a trauma. So, for example, um, you know, a breakup with somebody, the death of a pet... Um, you know, an indirect experience with a parent who might have undergone trauma, those also have a consequence to you. So um, a lot of my clients um, are people who experience big T and small T traumas. Um, and we deal less with the symptoms of the trauma and more with the root cause of it. So mm. how do you actually uh, recondition or relearn how to live in the world without the consequences of that trauma kind of taking over um, how you operate in the world every day
2: wow <laughs> exactly that's a lot that's right it. i'm going to follow you after this <laughs> yes like, oh, thanks i have
0: a lot of trauma anyway
3: <laughs> girl we all do we're all traumatized in some ways. So you are not you're, alone
0: you're that chick like who's like uh what, what's it called it's like the new year meme
3: oh yeah,
0: yeah. So it one <laughs> year to <laughs> the next yeah. all that yeah with, that's all the, the, the baggage you're carrying yeah,
2: yeah. yeah.
3: Wow, that's like... Uh... You want to get like
0: a bunch of new followers. <laughs> Yeah, please. Yeah, come you're, on. You're, you're I love having these conversations
3: because the more conversations we have like this, actually, mm-hmm. the more we're actually able to not only support ourselves, but other people. So, yeah, the my whole uh like the tagline for my business, the mm-hmm. whole theme behind my business is how do you infuse healing in everyday spaces? So wow. the more conversations we can have like this, the more I think we'll be able to not only heal ourselves, but mm-hmm. help others also understand more about themselves. And then we won't have to talk about healing so much because. Yeah. You know, we'll be able to move through life in a more healing way.
2: I have a question. Sure. Um, um, how do you handle... Okay, let me just give you an example first mm. of a scenario. Sure. Hafari comes to me mm-hmm. with a burdening issue. Mm. And as much as I'm in a position to assist, mm. whether emo- emotionally, mentally, whatever, mm-hmm. I find that the issue is so heavy mm. Such that even after assisting him, mm-hmm. I feel some kind of um, weight mm. on me because of that information. Mm-hmm. Um, say, uh, patients or, or people who come to you and they have been sexually abused. Mm. How, how do you manage to yeah. deal with something like that
3: yeah, and not be scarred? So it's interesting, the question that you're asking, because I feel like that happens actually a lot in our Nairobi and like Kenyan community in general. Mm -hmm. So I've been practicing as a coach for eight years, Mm -hmm. um, for seven years in Kenya. I come from East African parents, so I'm very familiar with like our culture Mm -hmm. as well, where Mm -hmm. we are not, um, you know, we're not really liberated. We don't have the freedom to talk about what we actually go through, right? Yeah. It's considered, you know, like, you're not going through anything. You're fine. You can get through it, you know? And mm-hmm. um, we're really silenced a lot, right? It's considered shameful. We're worried more about the judgment of someone else than actually making sure the people we care about are doing okay. Right. Um, And so what ends up happening a lot, and I've experienced this a lot here too, um, is, you know, you might be everyday conversation, out for dinner, maybe out at the bar, and suddenly someone feels really comfortable with you, Mm -hmm. and they just, the floodgates open, right? right? How many of you can actually relate to that experience? Yeah, Yeah, there we go, exactly, right? So a lot of the time, it's almost like it's come for you, like, without like out of the blue Mm -hmm. so that in in itself can be a bit of a a traumatizing experience especially if you're somebody who can relate to the issue right so Mm -hmm. if it's an issue like um you know let's take sexual abuse for an example Mm -hmm. because there's been a lot of that in our community and we need to start having this conversation more openly but we're not again we don't feel the freedom or the safety of doing so um so you might be someone who receives that information. And then you can also technically, you know, potentially had an issue like that yourself. So it can traumatize you. And so anybody, I guess the the kind of the, the first thing I say is, you know, we talk a lot about safe spaces, mm-hmm. right? What is a safe space? A safe space is where, you know, you can come and you can talk in confidence. You know that the person is ready to receive you, right? Mm-hmm. And so the first thing I'd say is, you know, um, as someone who feels like opening up, um, you know, I think it's important as friends for us to be able to say to, to one another, like, if you need to talk about something, I got your back um, and create that safe space, knowing that there won't be judgment.
1: Mm. Right.
3: And that you actually are ready to receive it. But on the flip side, if you're someone who is looking to have that conversation to also make sure that if you you can, it's not always possible, but kind of give that person a heads up that, hey, there's something I want to talk to you about, right? Right. That really Mm. creates a safety, like a a safe zone. Mm. Now, if you receive that information and it's a lot for you, it's really important that all of us, including myself, Mm. all of us need to have a community of support we have access to. Mm -hmm. So if you feel like therapy... Um, Coaching, um, talking about your emotions and feelings with people is shameful. It is not. Mm -hmm. I want to stop that stigma here and and now. Mm -hmm. Um, We need to know that we also have people we can go back to. Now, again, you're not going to share somebody else's problem or issue, right? Mm -hmm. So. Um, A lot of that, like, it would be really important to find a practitioner, a professional, someone you can speak to Mm -hmm. when it's not available to you. Again, there's forums like writing, right? A lot of us are creatives. Mm -hmm. Creatives um, use art as a way of healing in a lot of ways, you know, being able to get out that energy that way, taking a walk, doing something something that's not going to keep you in the mindset of, like, ruminating over that thing. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, once you're able to kind of, like, allow that feeling to digest through you and process through you. Um, you know, I, I really say try and change the energy, right? So if you are doing something or in, in a state that's keeping you in that energy zone, what can I do to kind of shift it, mm-hmm. right? So um, that it doesn't kind of take over my body and my psyche for too long.
0: Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that, that's insightful. <laughs> yeah. and, and like, yeah, that, that's, that's really insightful. Like, yeah. Honestly, I appreciate the fact that you're talking about these things in such a candid way. Thanks. And you're breaking them down. To make him, because sometimes I feel, especially with the uh, Navi um, with things that deal with healing and the emotional state, mm. a lot of the time things are so complex that they become scary. Yeah. Mm. And that, yeah. That, that they become so, they become, you think they're bigger than you. Mm. But then you've broken it down the very basics that anybody who's listening to this is like, wow.
3: Thanks. And I'm glad that that's helpful. Yeah. I mean, I, I think we were talking about this before, but one of the things I want to um, everybody to kind of think about is as a person, if you really think about the things that you would be grateful for receiving, Mm -hmm. right? If you weren't afraid, Right? If we didn't live in fear, we didn't live in guilt, we didn't live in shame, we didn't you know, live in all of this, this state of anxiety, essentially,
1: yeah.
3: what would you appreciate receiving? And we should strive every single day to show up and do that, not only for ourselves first, but for the people around us. Yeah. What a wonderful world it would be. Yeah? Of course.
0: <laughs> but that's, what, that's not what this episode <laughs> yeah. is about. I it's mm. not. It's not. As you, know, you just came in the question and just yeah. sidetracked everything. I feel
2: like everybody, <laughs> with the way she introduced herself, People would be like, oh, my God, how do
3: you deal with these things yourself? Yeah. yeah. It's the first question I get most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Trust me, I I have my own community of support for sure. And boundaries. Can I just say we need to talk about boundaries? Yes. It is so important for every single one of us. One of the first things I teach any of my clients is where are you? And we're gonna to get into this today, but self sabotaging. Mm.
4: Yes.
0: <laughs> ding, ding 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 That's that's a wonderful segue because Mom, they're that's attacking what me live. <laughs> the episode is about they're attacking you live. They're
2: attacking
0: me live in four K. <laughs> in four. <laughs>
2: uh anyway, today's episode is about um calling yourself on your bullshit. Mm. Yeah. Calling yourself out on your bullshit.
1: hmm Most
2: most of the time as human beings, we we don't see um, the fault in ourselves. Mm-hmm. We only see the fault in other people. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I mean it's okay, but then to what point? Because mm-hmm. uh, you, there's this uh, there this analogy when we were growing up. If I point to if I point at him. These other
0: fingers are pointing, right, know, right, and right. God right. Is the so,
2: yeah, and God is and the witness. And God <laughs>
0: is the witness. Yeah, like before <laughs> you're pointing back at yourself three times. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And God is the witness. Yeah. 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 So
2: like before you do that, think about yourself. You.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And calling out yourself when you're bullshit deals specifically with self sabotage.
2: That's true. Yeah.
0: That's so true. So as in so the people who have no idea what sort of sabotage is, mm. so yourself
3: you can let them know what it is. Oh my gosh, I love this subject because actually one of the first things I do. So I I um I'll tell you who my like ideal client is, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, so an ideal client for me looks like a curious truth, freedom, and fulfillment seeker. Okay. Mm-hmm. And not just a seeker, but someone who wants to s- essentially also become a self healer. I think the world that we live in today, um, we're going to have to, we are already doing that because of this pandemic, mm-hmm. but become a lot more emotionally intelligent and mm-hmm. self aware. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we, um, just to kind of divert for a second, but we, some, we, 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 we look for a professional to like diagnose us and tell us like what quote unquote is wrong with us, give us some kind of prescription. And then we're like, okay, now the the, the problem solved. We deal with problems every single day as humans and not all of them require a prescription. Let's be very clear about that. And so, um, I'm really interested in working with people who, um, want to learn more about who they are, you know, and are capable of doing that. And actually, like, remembering, like, who it was you were before all these experiences and conditions were thrown at you. Right. Mm-hmm. And so um, the first step to doing that is really identifying what we call your saboteur. Oh. So you talk of you're asking about self-sabotage with oh, yes. self-sabotage. So a self-sab- self-sabotage looks like the things that you did as a child. So I we, we talk a lot about inner child work, right? Um, you might've heard of this term. Mm-hmm. So when you came out the womb, the system of support environment that you were around essentially kind of dictated in those first, you know, five to seven years of your life, who you were gonna become. And so a lot of people do inner child work because the, that um, shows up in so many ways throughout your life, right? So if you had a parent who um, told you that this is right or this is wrong, or you knew was going to yell at you, let's use yelling an example. So Mm -hmm. yell at you if you ever spoke back to them about how you felt, you would stay silent, right, in order to not get in trouble, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. And so it's a survival function when you're growing up. But then you grow up and say you end up being um, in a relationship with someone who is verbally abusive. That's that quality, that survival function where you muted yourself, quieted yourself to survive is now not serving you in that power dynamic. And that Mm -hmm. person is, as a result, able to take advantage of you. Right. Mm -hmm. So not only do you uh, attract a similar environment to what you grew up in, but you treat it the same way. That's true. Yeah, you guys are like nodding your head. Oh, <laughs> what's going like, on? Like, Yo, <laughs> you're reading us. It's like you're
2: you're literally reading us. This, this way is
0: up. this is again insightful. Jeez. Yeah. Like in four K. In four it, again, people are gonna listen to this and be like, "Wow, <laughs> damn! Like, what the fuck? Are yeah. you here with me? you know right. my life?"
2: I literally went back to my childhood when you yeah. were speaking about that, and um, yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, because yeah,
3: yeah. no, well, like tell me what like, what were you what were you thinking about? Um. Uh.
2: Well. I I was not I was never yelled at mm. but um it was the opposite actually my mom would be like why don't you go out and play with people
1: mm.
2: and I'm like no I I don't want to mm. so when I go out I don't know what to do with myself I'm mm. anxious so I was like okay get me a bike mm-hmm. let me just r- be riding my bike outside mm. so now the same thing happens um I'm a DJ and I tell people this and they never believe it anytime how far you know anytime uh someone approaches me while I'm playing mm-hmm. And I don't know what to do with myself. My hands begin to sweat because mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I was not expecting this. Mm-hmm. My heart begins to pump faster, to beat mm-hmm. faster. And I'm like, I'm getting anxious. Like, mm-hmm. I get anxious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when you're talking about that, I was like, oh my God, this is so true. <laughs> yeah, because I felt like exactly she's just way. reading a
3: book if, from if my you, childhood.
0: If you go to see Ivy play, yeah, the way she relates to me mm. when I'm there, mm. to a stranger is going to be completely different.
3: Yeah, because she's comfortable with you. You yeah. give her safety. Exactly. yeah like, right?
0: I can just talk. I can just talk. Yeah. But for a stranger, it's it's a completely different scene. So yeah.
3: And it's interesting because that person is um, not necessarily it's not the person that's causing the issue. Mm. It's what that person represents. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So they're symbolic of a time in your life where this uh, coping mechanism showed mm. up for you. Mm. And so saboteurs or so-, so firstly, for anybody who wants to learn more about their saboteurs, so saboteurs being how they self sabotage, mm-hmm. please visit. Uh, positiveintelligence.com there's a very cool assessment there now you have to be ready to receive this information okay (laughs) a lot of people don't want to know stuff about themselves which Uh, is why they don't seek out support in Mm -hmm. the first place Mm -hmm. Um, but the best way to become a better functioning human for you and for the society around you is to realize that Um, we don't have to be so scared of these quote-unquote shadows, Mm. right? Um, What would – like, life wouldn't be – fun if it wasn't something we were like a lived experience and part of a lived experience is not always experiencing joy but experiencing you know these other parts of life and Mm -hmm. we can reframe them in ways that feel less like obstacles and more like opportunities Mm -hmm. right so when your hands are sweating in that moment that's Mm -hmm. an opportunity for you to investigate right Mm -hmm. not just focus on the anxiety and how to mitigate the issue Mm -hmm. and that's where your you know we talk about fight flight freeze responses show up yeah, she's okay. What came yeah.
4: up for you there? Let's yeah. let's go through on
3: that journey. What's your what's your immediate response usually? You seem to know it. Uh shades. Uh you hide alcohol. Yeah, and I'm just like okay. Uh, I just um,
2: your flight. I get myself busy. Yeah, like. Hey, Ivy. Hi, hi, hi. Okay, okay. I'm, I need to talk my headphones on. And, you know. And it's just like... Or, <laughs> or, or, uh, <laughs> or if my friend is, is somewhere close, I'm just like, just come talk to me so that this person mm. can just go away, please. You know? Because I can't, I can't mm. handle that. It's so
0: weird it's because, t- like, I Ivy's I becoming, like, a successful DJ people actually know more Ivy is. Yeah. So yeah. As, as her career grows... She
3: has to deal with more of that. Yeah, she has
0: to deal with way more of that <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. Because uh, we... I remember when we started like, when Ivy was like starting out again yeah. to be a DJ. Mm. When she like quit her job and everything. And like, the process has been gradual. Mm. But it's been quite quick. Mm. The where she is now. So it's it's probably going to be even quicker mm. to the next level. Yeah. Mm. So she's going to have to deal with that even more.
3: Even more, yeah.
0: Because what's going to happen when you're playing for like,
3: 20,000 people it's mm. gonna
2: be like one so, thing I pretended yeah. to be
3: telling my Like anything to avoid like in, seeing and being to yeah. avoid yeah, yeah to avoid that yeah. so that is definitely and you know this this is like that is your your flight mode that's yeah. your coping mechanism right yeah. and so I also want to make the distinction between a high level and a low level coping mechanism mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. so in Kenya we practice a lot of low level coping mechanisms mm. what does that look like uh, we, we drink a lot right oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. um there's a lot to do with indulging in in, you know sexual behavior Mm -hmm. that might be uh, more indulgent than it should be again it can be escapism Mm -hmm. right um you know so things that look like coping mechanisms traditional coping mechanisms Mm -hmm. um, high level coping mechanisms are the ones that you wouldn't necessarily think are right so um You can be someone who's a gym junkie, right? Mm. Uh, Someone who is always preaching, like, gluten-free, healthy eating constantly. Um, Somebody who is in a really stressful job, um, but, like, looks like a success. Mm. You know, how many people have you met out there? Like, in our version of Kenya, you look put together if you have the nice car and Mm. are wearing the suit and Mm. have the cool title on your business card. But a lot of those people, when you get to know them, they're also struggling, but... We have somehow idolized that. And so as a result, it doesn't look like a coping mechanism to people, but it is right. So I see a big difference between like thinking about wellness externally, Mm -hmm. and then like healing, to me, healing is, okay, we understand the symptoms of what's happening with you. And um, instead of like in the moment, and I get that you needed to do that in the moment to mm-hmm. cope in that moment, yeah. but with a coach and that difference between a coach and a therapist, a therapist deals with the past issue to mm-hmm. get you to a point where you can actually function more, um, in the world, right? Like you used to, mm-hmm. whereas, uh, and a coach will dance with you through that experience. Um, because, our trauma does show up again triggers show up again in different ways as we go through life but you're still capable now of doing something to kind of action you forward we're very forward mm-hmm. thinking so um you know my work with you would look like putting you back into that state of being what mm-hmm. is it like put, uh you know what does your body feel when that trigger is happening mm-hmm. kind of mentally and physically going back into it mm-hmm. and then finding um, you know, uh, other ways to deal with it that allow you to be function more in the world as opposed to practicing that escapism, mm. right? Because the escapism is the coping mechanism. Yeah. So, are there other ways that we can be in that situation and environment mm-hmm. and not allow that anxiety to overwhelm us and take over? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> have you been read? Yeah, it's been a lot read. of information. Have you been read
0: today? <laughs> you know how many
3: times I hear that everyone's like, "Are you a psychic?" I'm yeah. like, "No, no, no. Humans are actually all pretty much yeah, the same." The, yeah.
0: <laughs> like... we, we we might have yeah. different experiences, but Rocco, we um, we experience the same things. Yeah, we go through the emotions almost always the same. <laughs> We're
3: the same, unless
0: you like you exist in a completely different reality. Mm. We go through the same emotions. We experience the same feelings, mm-hmm. the same emotions. Uh, and I love how you said that. There's more to life than joy. Mm-hmm. That's you true. just can't be happy every time. That's mm-hmm. true, yeah. You need to acknowledge the fact that you can be sad. Being sad is okay. Mm-hmm. Is this movie, like, mm-hmm. oh, what's it called? <laughs> it's, it's animated. Inside. I haven't watched it. I, I haven't watched it. You that. haven't watched Inside? Tell us. Yeah. No, it's, it's a Pixar <laughs> film. It's like, it made, like, a billion dollars.
3: <laughs> so that's, I've been that's I've been doing a lot of
0: work. <laughs> I've been really busy. <laughs> <laughs> so it takes place in the mind of uh, a young girl. She's, like, um 12, I think, that and it shows, like, um she, she has these emotions. Yeah. Uh, joy, anger, fear, sadness. Mm-hmm. And then, like, uh, the whole point of the movie mm. is that um, sadness is okay. Yeah. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to go experience something that um, brings you down. Mm-hmm. Because it's all part of
3: mm. uh, the
0: process of growing. Mm. You just can't be happy. Nobody's happy all the time Mm-mm. except drug addicts
3: even then Th- that's not happiness let's be honest that is actually <laughs> trying to avoid like true yeah, happiness the thing, like... right there's a belief there that happiness doesn't exist mm. wow damn.
0: <laughs> i never thought of it like that
3: yeah. <laughs> you're you're okay so that's another thing i swear i'm going to take you through all these frameworks but like your thoughts right um so you can have infinite perspectives and possibilities on the same experience mm-hmm. so one thing i really don't like is if you're someone listening right now who always needs to like um, just insert your thought as being like the gospel truth, mm. please stop doing that yeah. <laughs> because um there are so many perspectives to the same situation, and you can't, as a human being, we are not really entitled to tell you what's right and wrong. there I mean, there's some things that are morally wrong, right? like do not go and commit murder and things like that, yeah. right? but like <laughs> um but if a, a perspective exists on a situation, it deserves a platform to, to be heard, right. Yeah. And, um, and so, you know, when you, um, I, I really talk about manifestation with my clients because the energy you embody is essentially the energy you attract. If you're Mm -hmm. always sitting in a certain state, that's what you're going to notice the most. And that's what you're going to attract the most. So your thoughts actually equal your feelings, right? Equal your experiences in life. So if you want to have a different experience in life, have a different thought. Have a different perspective on mm. the issue, right? So, like, this darkness that you, like, some people sit inside as, mm. like, it's a negative thing, it's a bad thing, like, I need to avoid it, um, you know, that becomes your experience in life is, like, this avoidance. But if we take it on as an opportunity, a learning experience, as you're saying, mm. then everything around us, be, like, opens up <clears throat> for more um, mm. opportunities to learn and wisdom and grow. True. And don't we want more of that? Of course we do. <laughs> you're yeah. dropping, like, um like... <laughs>
0: hundred dollars worth of knowledge for $3.99. I will be. I'll send you
3: my invoice.
0: Yes, you're broke. <laughs> it's all good. Don't worry.
3: And like, why is it so? Hard pay to me in love.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. But again, it, it, again, why is it so hard to call yourself out? And mm. actually, let me try to answer that mm. because we don't want to hold ourselves accountable. Mm-hmm. There's an accountability factor Mm -hmm. that people tend to overlook. Mm -hmm. Because the moment you have to agree that I am the one that is doing this to myself, Mm -hmm. I am the one that causes this. Because I'd like to point out, because I was doing a bit of research on this before, Mm -hmm. Um, maybe let's say you're constantly constantly moving from relationship to the next, Mm -hmm. and uh, you're always trying to find something, Mm -hmm. a fault.
3: Mm.
0: and you don't know why. Mm. So instead of trying to sit down and figure out, okay, let me hold myself accountable. Mm. I could be the problem. Mm. No, it isn't. The problem has to be the other person. Always, yeah. Because <laughs> admitting that I, I am the problem mm. or I could be the one who's stifling all my relationships mm. or maybe, um not it doesn't even have to be a, a, a romantic relationship. Mm-hmm. It could be a platonic one. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're, the, you're at work. Mm. You don't lift your coworkers. You're moving from job to job to job. Mm. You're extremely qualified. You're good at what you do. But you don't stay in one place for long. Mm. And you're always blaming other people. Oh, that, that okay, our place was toxic. These people didn't like me.
1: Mm. At
0: the end of the day, if you're going to sit down and say, I might be the problem. What next? The accountability part. Mm. I have to hold myself accountable. is so hard for so many people.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: It's easy to just say, no, it isn't me. Mm-hmm. It's somebody else. Mm-hmm. And let's just move on because holding yourself accountable is hard.
3: Yeah, living on autopilot is so much easier. That's why we do it, right?
0: Holding yourself accountable is hard. Mm. So much. It's way harder than you would imagine. Mm -hmm. Because you have to admit that I fucked up.
1: Mm.
0: It's so much easier to say, Ivy fucked up. Safiya fucked up. Bukachi fucked Mm -hmm. up. Phyllis fucked up.
1: Mm.
5: It's so
0: much easier than saying, I am the one who has a mistake. I am the one who destroyed this relationship because of A, B, C, D, and E that is hard
3: but you remember we were talking about the fact that like show up in the world the way you would want people to show up for you yeah it's so true because quite honestly whatever anxiety and fear there is around or like guilt shame whatever it is that you're holding on to to kind of like um to hold on to Mm self-preservation right it's actually doing a disservice to you and like the people around you um the amount so with with coaching again um the accountability agreements is something that we do after every single session Mm -hmm. and often it can look like there's someone i know that i need to apologize to or i need to have this hard conversation with Mm -hmm. um but i've been stopping myself from doing it because i'm scared Mm -hmm. right there's a fear and literally a hundred percent of the time you'll come to me and already know what you want me to hold you accountable to and it'll look like something like that and it should seem so simple it's not But having an accountability partner, and that's something that like the two of you can do for each other. You don't need a coach, right? Mm -hmm. But to call each other out as friends and be like, hey, you need to see that that behavior or that thing that you did, you know, you need to apologize for it. And what does a good apology look like? It's not just like, I'm sorry, and it won't happen again. It's how do I make it better? And when you do that to someone, Mm -hmm. right, not only do you disarm them and create a better relationship, but you actually teach that other person how to show up in the world and do that for other people too you leave your legacy in every life that you touch mm. oh, wow. right? you're paying it forward
0: basically totally yeah. and isn't
3: that what um the kind of purpose of life is mm. like we can't i don't a uh, purpose is so related to a contribution to humanity mm. if you're not doing something like, that's unselfish in some way and mm. contributing to other people, then, you know, you're kind of just living to kind of survive, right? Yeah. Meaningful life means that, mm. you know, you left some kind of legacy behind. And it's always, what does my Angelou say? The way you made someone feel, right? Yay.
0: Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <Like I did laughs> you guys again. keep
3: looking at me with those, those eyes. <laughs> no,
0: because I feel like, um, since we started this podcast, this is the most introspective i have ever been. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's it's uh, it's this is a whole new territory that makes me for us. Happy. And I feel like even for our listeners, so our fans, the guys who everyday <laughs> shout out to you guys, this is completely new territory for them, because I think we did um a mental health episode two years ago. Yeah, we yeah. did. Yeah, but th- that it was. It wasn't
2: as insightful. It wasn't as this insightful
0: one. as. as oh, wow. Didn't yeah. go as deep as this. We just like you know just going.
3: Welcome to my, like, my life in Nairobi, where everyone, like, everyone's spirit and higher self is like, I want a, I want a piece of that. And then as soon they get a piece of that, they're, like, also, like, running the other way. <laughs> and it's, it's all good because yeah, I understand.
0: Can, <laughs> yeah. I can understand, actually, because, yo, yeah. you you're starting to dance. know about. People, people are afraid of knowing themselves. For sure.
3: Yeah. But at some point in your life, you get to a point where you've had enough and... And I'm always ready for you when you're ready. But I don't force it, because your journey in life is your own dance and it's your own flow. And uh of course. you know, we have to we have to go through the experiences to actually value like you know,
0: Munaskia. I, I hope you guys are listening. <laughs> I hope you guys are listening. Someone out there is asking
2: <laughs> how does accountability look like? How does hmm. calling myself out look like? Does it just mean because most of the time, we have these pep talks with ourselves. Right. Um, maybe you're dressing in front of the mirror. I
0: have, I have something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Before we get to the part where we're calling ourselves out, mm. we need to see, like, how do, like, what are the signs of me self-sabotaging? Because before before oh. you call yourself out or you mm-hmm. hold yourself accountable, yeah. you have to know that I am the one holding myself back. Right. Mm. So what are, like, the signs that, hey, I might right. be doing this for myself? Mm. Mm-hmm. I give the example maybe you always victim you're always blaming somebody else mm-hmm. that, I think that's like a sign maybe mm-hmm. you always you always
2: victimizing yourself no oh. you, you, Those you are two are never, different things yeah.
0: yeah you're never you're never the cause for any issues you're never going to hold yourself accountable mm-hmm. there's always somebody else doing something mm-hmm. it doesn't matter it's never your fault i feel mm-hmm. like that's a sign maybe
3: yeah for sure that's avoidance right exactly right but there's what more... you're the professional <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's so why you're the first so <laughs> kind of one. You, 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 you just, to to just find like, out. A word. That's it. It's avoidance. It's avoidance. Yes. Um, but, you know, again, self sabotage can look like any form of essentially not wanting to deal with the issue at hand, right? So um, it can look like trying to constantly be in control of a situation or being a perfectionist. Um, it can be a people pleaser. Like anything that causes you to not be your authentic self. And essentially abandon a part of who you are. Mm -hmm. So remember we talked about the fact that self-sabotage shows up as like kind of these survival functions, right? Mm -hmm. So again, like if I am quiet because I wanted to make sure I didn't get in trouble from a parent, but now I'm like working in an office environment and for a boss who's constantly yelling at me. And I feel like I don't have any confidence to actually say, like, that's not okay. I'm practicing my boundaries. I know where I'm creating balance between my interaction with you versus me, mm-hmm. as opposed to, like, the imbalance of I'm going to be quiet and I'm going to let that person take advantage of me advantage of me so that I don't disturb the peace, mm-hmm. right, the, the the autopilot, the status quo. That looks like self-sabotaging behavior, right? Mm-hmm. So where do you feel like you're not being... Uh, True to yourself, fair to yourself, or you're really like working from a state of anxiety, fear. Those are all kind of signs, right? And usually, with a client, um, we'll go through a scenario, right? So, um, what? Maybe I ask you guys the question: Is there a scenario that you can think of personally Mm -hmm. where you know that you're not necessarily showing up fully in your best interest, in self-love? Because I take I take self-sabotage and my 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 transformation process about Creating self support, right? So where do you feel like you could be um, practicing more self support?
0: Honestly, I feel like I could procrastinate less
3: because
0: mm-hmm. I'm always hold, I'm always <laughs> doing something tomorrow. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm always doing something tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'll be there. I have to write today. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I I was like literally yesterday. I was like I'm going to write today. Mm. And it's like, you know what? I get home. Mm. Like, and then I'm like, okay, no, I'm going to write tomorrow. Mm. Tomorrow is here, it's today. And I know for, for a fact I'm not going to write today. <laughs> <laughs> so again, I was supposed to write yesterday.
1: Mm.
0: And I, then now, if I'm going to write, the earliest I'm going to write is tomorrow.
1: Mm.
0: I've just wasted two days
1: mm.
0: that I could have just sat down and written something.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's the procrastination. Mm. I feel like one of, one of the few things, or like the only thing I actually show up for on time every time, this is recording the podcast. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing I think mm. I, don't I don't procrastinate on, like, mm. prepping, whatever. For all the time, I feel like, even when I'm at work,
4: yeah.
0: I can do this later.
4: Mm. Like,
0: like, okay, we, have, we it's, like, two weeks to mm. the deadline. Right. I can do it later. Then it's like, oh, shit, deadline is tomorrow. <laughs> what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> now, I'm not going to sleep. Right. Yeah. Because I procrastinated the entire time. I right. decided I'm going to go out this tomorrow. And if you ask me what I did with the time I wasn't doing it, mm-hmm. I did yeah, nothing. Asking, right. <laughs> I did absolutely
3: nothing. Yeah. I just didn't
0: watched I just ate clips and watched it last week. <laughs> <here. laughs> oh, yeah, you should watch it last if you haven't.
3: See, I mean you productivity again is a perspective. You did something with your time. Did you find that time informational in some way? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so so let's give it that. We can give it we can acknowledge that, right? It but it sounds to me like you grew up um, in, in and had or had some kind of experience where you felt like you always had to be achieving all the time yeah yeah you're
2: the first one so of course i am mm.
4: so
0: sad. yeah <laughs> yeah like i'm the first one you know you go through like primary school you have to be like oh you have to be number one you have to be number one yeah and i feel like maybe i think at the end of the day maybe i'm just procrastinating because i feel like maybe whatever i'm gonna do mm. isn't gonna be good enough so why even bother
3: that is that is that was gold what you just spit right now exactly that's exactly it that's you, procrastination is a trauma response did you mm-hmm. know that did not. Yeah. People are lazy. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, you're being red. Yeah. <laughs> wow.
0: We are being red.
3: Not <gasps> a psychic. People are just very similar. <laughs> but I, I want to... But I, I th- the thing is, is that... I mean, I think you could probably name so many people who procrastinate. Procrastination is... Right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And especially in a society and a culture that has taught us that we have to keep on every single day making things happen, um, even things that, especially the things that we don't want to make happen, right? In order to su- survive and be a success. And and when you're taught, right? Like, and, and what you said, again, something that was really gems you were spitting, right? But another one was the one thing you show up for, right? Is the podcast. Yeah. Why? Because? It's the thing you love doing. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. It's probably not the thing you were taught to love doing. Oh, of course not. <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: Again, like with the um, my parents, like older people in my life, um, the, the the authority figures mm-hmm. I would like to call them, like mm-hmm. the older people, right. they have no idea what a podcast is. <laughs> they have when I try to explain this to my mom, I have to mm-hmm. record a podcast. They're like, "What? Studio <laughs> so, am Sunny? Are you saying Like, No, <laughs> no, but." I feel like the fact that they're not involved mm. makes me more relaxed. Yeah. Because I, I, <laughs> I've I, always imagined, like, if my dad knew what I was doing, mm. uh, so he'd be here telling me, no, don't say that, <laughs> don't do this, don't say that.
3: Yeah, it's don't like, be yourself. Yeah. Abos, <laughs> what do the neighbors think? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The yeah. And I
0: see some outlandish things on here and mm. on what we do.
3: Mm-hmm. Jeez. 100% of the answers are always like this, especially in our culture. Mm. Right? I mean, I have East African parents. Um, and I grew up very much in a culture, um, as well and with Indian roots, right. Mm -hmm. But from like a century ago, but it's a, it's a, you know, our, our cultures are not different in the sense of like looking like you're a success Mm -hmm. means getting a certain degree, making a certain amount of money, wearing certain clothing. And so, you know, the sad part, um, but the really important thing to note about life is we're all born, um, unique right? And that unique kind of divine gift that you're given as a person is knocked out of you, right? So that you kind of conform and become everybody, like everybody else. And let's be honest. A lot of people are uh, also wanting you to be that way so that they don't feel like they're playing small in their own lives. Mm. If you do that and you look like me, then at least I can feel comfortable at, at, like at night knowing that like, I chose this life. Yeah. But if you're doing something you love, you're starting to make me question like the life I'm I'm living, right?
0: There's a Pink Floyd song. I don't even heard it Another Break in the Wall. Mm. Such a
3: lovely
0: song. Yes, that's a mm. wonderful song. And and that's the <clears> thing, like, <throat> all you know is just another break in the wall. Society is designed to turn us into just like the next person. Yeah. Because all bricks look the same. Yeah that's the whole point.
3: So. Yeah. But we're not all the same. Yeah, that's the thing. Right? Yeah. We're not all the same. We look different, we act different, we have different experiences. Um and you know I feel like a lot of you know I use this analogy a lot, but um w- the first 9 months of your life, you um experience the womb. And the womb is this warm, safe space where you're being nurtured. There's no pressure on you to do anything. You're like listening to this beating heart. It's the closest you're ever going to get to a heart. Mm -hmm. You come out and you're connected to another person by an umbilical cord. And what happens? You come out. They chop you off. They take you to a cold room. You know, you're suddenly exposed to this whole new environment. And you can just hope and pray that whatever environment you're raised in, there's not so much intergenerational trauma, Mm. right? Because we're consequences of not only our experiences, but the ones that came before us, right? And so you're just hoping that you don't become, that you have like, you know, a a good enough like upbringing, good enough, right? Mm. But at some point... In, in life, you're going to be taught to, again, abandon parts of who you are because that's what the world is teaching you. Mm. And so I believe that kind of the meaning of life and the the thing that we're all really trying to strive towards is creating the comfort of that womb again, mm. right? Where we can feel connection, <laughs> right? Mean, we all crave connection, but I'm we fear it. mind
0: blown right now. You we know, like, fear wow. it,
3: right? Yeah. But, if, but what does everybody really want? They want love. Right, mm. they want to feel safe. They want to be heard. They want to be acknowledged, right? Mm. They want to feel the warmth, right? Uh, uh, literally, warmth, the sunlight. It makes you grow, right? Mm. So we're really living in our motherland, in Mother Nature, because she's a womb.
0: Drops, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Whoa! like um, the whole analogy just given. Mm. I've never even considered that. Same. I would never have considered would, that. N- not
2: Welcome even to my years. brain. No, yeah, <laughs> not even in ten years.
0: That I would never have considered <laughs> that. That is something that I, I when I go home, because to be honest, I don't even like when we, I don't listen to the episodes of the Good Life. Me go too. Live. I was
2: about to say the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I have to go back to I mean, I, I'm
0: gonna go review because I, uh, I, I, record, mm-hmm. then I go home and I'm done. I, I edit. No mm-hmm. one's gonna do like add the intro, the music, and everything. Right. So I listen to it as I'm editing. Right. And then when it goes live, I'm like, okay. I, I, I am the one who recorded this. I've already listened to it. I'm like, okay, sour. I'm not going to listen to it again. But this is an episode I'm going to revisit a lot. Oh, wow. yeah. I'm so Because I feel cool. like the more we unpack, the more, especially the more you start to know about yourself, mm-hmm. there's there's more you can learn. Mm-hmm. Because not everything you say is going to immediately be like, oh. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I
3: yeah. mean, it's a lot of information. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and I feel like that information, especially for the people who are listening, you have to be at different levels of, mm-hmm. your, of knowing yourself. Mm-hmm being aware of what's going on to actually appreciate all of it because this might they might start with something right and go through that and then when you get to a certain point they go back they come back to another thing and they're like wow right. so Safiya said this and this, and this. wow okay yeah. so that's where I am right now mm-hmm. and then I going like oh mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. yeah so mm-hmm. I feel like uh, it's gonna be the same for me mm-hmm. I'm just gonna move from one thing to another to another to another
3: mm-hmm. it's an evolutionary process exactly it is Charles I-
0: Darwin would be proud yeah
3: <laughs> 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 well also and that's something that you really pointed out that's important I think for people to pay attention to is life is a a flow. Mm-hmm. And if you try to control a flow, right, a journey, you're actually like like a that's anti-flow. That's Mm -hmm. not the same, right? A flow is something that kind of takes course. And so sometimes we're so fixated on an outcome because we just want certainty. Anxiety is because we're in fear of not having control or the answer to something. But um, if you can kind of trust that there's a process, right? Because if you think about grief, for example, Mm -hmm. when someone passes away or you go through something really traumatic in life, you know, it's really, and think about yourself in this situation, but like, you don't want someone in the first, you know, Uh, hours and days of of losing someone for them to be like, okay, well, now you need to move on with your life, right? Mm. Like there's a whole, there's like literally five steps to grief, right? And you have to allow people to go through that natural process and understand that they will get there, Right. And so if we as human beings can hold space for people to go through a process so they can feel their emotions, because you got to feel it to heal it. Mm. Right. We don't give time to feel things, which is why all these emotions get stuck in our body. What are emotions? Energy in motion. If the energy is not in motion, it gets stuck right so we gotta allow ourselves to go through the feeling Mm. and then you know as we go and process through that and not be so judgmental on each other and ourselves we come up with like we hear new things we see new things we are able to take on new Mm. activities and things like that so i like that you made that point thank you
0: wonderful and on that insightful note (laughs) um it's time for the music music
1: break
5: Recognition's hard enough. Gucci, I don't care about nobody yet. Cause I've been on these streets for too long, too long, too long. Baby, I've been on this too long. Scan faded too long. Got me on this rolling stone. So i take another hit and another serotonin. With a handful of beans and a chest full of weed. Got me singing about a pitch. I'm blowing out my steam. Yeah, I know I got my issues. Why you think I fucking float? And I'ma keep on smoking till I can't hit another man.
1: Let's get burned. Uh, then we'll roll up a hundred fucking months, All up in my mouth. Now I'm all up in your.
5: And maybe that's why I'm uneasy You want me but you'll never need me Hella commendable You pull away I feel expendable You say that you never could leave me but that's what I trust ain't amendable. Look, I done tried every game in the book. You say I'm wildin' and wasting my time. Girl, I ain't worried about getting you took. No one can have what is already mine. I only trip cause I want you all to myself. Tell me, girl, is that a crime? You be Lawrence, so please don't be shook when you find out that, that Daniel's still hitting my line. I'm vocal as hell, but don't think I'm down on myself. It don't mean I'm going through hell in my mind. Those who know me well know I'm fine. I promise I'm perfect, at least I'm worth occasional calls on FaceTime. So don't get it twisted, girl. I insist that you peeped at the p- See your goat mine. Why you think that I'm insecure? Now is it crazy that I'm craving a little bit more? Now you say that I'm on your back, and I can take a lot of shit, but I won't take that, yeah. <laughs> Yo, life is hilarious. My girls were living vicariously through you and me. We were a couple that grew from a dream. It was much harder than we made it seem. Candles, batter, love handful, handfuls, backgrounds. Hate, hate, hate you, you. Love, love me. me. Fuck you. Love you. Fuck me. You say you think I don't trust you. Baby girl, that ain't, the case. that ain't the case I don't trust none of these bitches that be on your phone And then smile in my face Hard to relate, shit is innate I pick up on that bull from the jump, I don't waste None of my time on somebody that could give a fuck If I said that I'm walking away I'm down for the cause like BLM And I think bitches want me to be on them And they see equal partners with be on them And they side bitches talking like we all friends <laughs> I come with a carry-on If you think it's too much, you can carry on I'm not forcing nobody to value me Being a queen in my jeans just like Darion Why you think that i secure. Yeah. Now, is it crazy yeah. that I'm craving a little bit more? Yeah. Now you say that I'm on your back. Yeah. And I can take yeah. a lot of shit, but I won't take yeah. that. Yeah. yeah.
4: Ivy,
0: and we're back from the music break. Again, thank you so much for our guest. We've had the most insightful, introspective (laughs) episode yet of Surviving Nairobi. And honestly, I would love to have you back some other time. I'd be yeah. happy to come back. To unpack yeah. a lot of other things. Yeah. We can do some should... demo
3: coaching on the spot. Anybody? Right. Dev. It This should be a series. Yeah, right? I would love that. Uh, no, no. Anybody, I mean, honestly speaking, let's uh, let's start being open and honest about our lives and Wonderful. working through it uh, together.
0: I, I already know what we are going to do. Uh, already
4: we're exactly already gonna We're do. ready for
3: it? Yeah. yeah uh, okay, gonna I'm ready. We're going to talk about it afterwards. I uh, yeah. got it. <laughs> so,
0: yeah before we finish because it's the last segment we mm. talked about um, self-sabotage um, and finding out if you're self-sabotaging one mm. of the signs and as Ivy said how do you hold yourself accountable that you are self-sabotaging
3: right yeah. so the most important aspect to anything in life is awareness if you don't know you're doing something you can't actually fix it or solve for it right so um, the, the first thing is the awareness right like being able to kind of take a second to breathe. You know, a lot of the time we are so um, we're so quick to react, right? Something will happen and we're just like, okay, I'm going to react. And usually you react from your autopilot, right? From your, what you're used to. And I call it the spin cycle. Something happens and then you react the same way. And then, you know, the same kind of, uh, uh what do you call it? Impact happens. And kind of, we, we wonder sometimes like, why is nothing changing? But if we take a second sometimes in a situation to say, I need to take a time out I need to step away from a situation, I need to not keep on trying to control it or avoid it or what it is that my coping mechanism is, but like just, you know, take some three deep breaths. I love doing breath work with my clients because it really essentially massages your nervous system back into a neutral state, you know, three deep breaths in through your nose and four seconds out uh, through your mouth. But once you kind of get to that neutral state again, um, it gives you the opportunity to respond right and so if you start to just kind of pay attention right how do i usually cope what is my what is my normal trigger response to a situation once you become aware of that right or ask your friends to even tell you things that they've noticed about you it's going to be hard Mm. to receive that information but information is education and it's an opportunity and so
0: what that is bars. That's
3: bars. You <laughs> <That's bars. laughs> don't know nothing about that. <laughs> I'm a poet and I don't know it, but oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, she did Back it again. again. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, Kendrick
3: is shaking.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah, but it's true. But I mean, honestly speaking, you know, some of the best insight I've ever received are some of from people that I love. And if you create a safe space for us to, like, we see it not as a criticism but as constructive feedback, mm-hmm. right, on how we show up, it gives us an opportunity to just see, okay, like maybe there's something about myself that isn't not only like working for me but isn't working for others and if i have the courage you know and i don't live in fear but courage to say hey maybe there's another way mm-hmm. right um i can start to hold myself accountable to mm-hmm. trying something different mm-hmm. and usually the way that you start to you know form new habits and behaviors is you start seeing that there's a impacts to the way that you show up right mm. so if, if instead of constantly like every time you're in an argument always having to be right you give the other opportunity to the person to not only like listen to them but like really hear what they're saying your relationships start to transform mm. right the way that um the kind of the substance of those relationships transform the way that your perceived transforms right and you start realizing that hey actually this way of living isn't so bad Right. And so I really think, you know, we need to think about how much our ego is involved in a mm-hmm. lot of the things that we do, because I honestly think the ego is the biggest downfall of the human yeah. species. Yeah. Oh. ego is the enemy. Yeah. And, you know, if we just humbled for a second and realized that we're not um, we're not uh, trying to, you know, diminish our value. Right. As a human being by simply calling ourselves out on the fact that we're not perfect because guess what? Nobody is. Mm-hmm. Um, then you know, we might actually be able to live more productive and meaningful lives. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Mesquia.
2: I mean, as in I, I've had yeah. like, I've been yeah.
0: listening. <laughs> I've been hearing Same. I'm just gonna go back and listen and hear some more because wow. Thank this you. This has been a very like it's like pulling on a thread mm. and just, everything unravels, and it's like, wait a minute, this is me. This has been such an onion episode full yeah. of layers.
3: But you know why? Because. No, it's, it's been a cake episode. A cake episode? What's a cake episode? It's been yeah, sweet? Like, no. <laughs> sweet. Sweet, sweet and layers. tough. That's true, it is. Onions <don't> have layers. <laughs> but <laughs> okay. It's okay. been chapati. Oh. Yeah, because oh. it can also be very tasty this information is tasty yeah, exactly, and I, everybody loves it because I don't think this
0: information is going to make you cry oh. that's why you don't want to go for an onion I don't want <laughs>
3: cake like a really
0: nice layered cake it's chapel. Ah, that's right yeah, yeah. but again Let's just keep it local. It's chapo.
3: Mm, it's chapo. Chapo. Like, chapo. We're surviving Nairobi. We gotta, you of know. Of course, <laughs> yeah, survive Nairobi if, if, if you, you can eat chapo. chapo. Yo, you know, one
0: thing for when I was in campus, we used to buy chapo for three chappos for thirty bucks, and you'd get a bowl of soup for free. So I was lunch. Really?
3: Yeah. Can we kind of reinstate this? I would love that. That would make uh, my life. How about No. But yeah. I'm going to go now with you. <laughs> <laughs> you're taking me. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm take you. I don't to, go <laughs> to I feel go like to you're taking me home. on a whole tour of Nairobi. Oh, There's oh, my just my. so much oh, yeah, I apparently I haven't discovered. Places, <laughs> yeah,
0: know, like, and I thought I would really I was explored. You about hunters before.
2: Oh, I, I don't think she should know where hunters. are. Yeah, she doesn't. Yeah. She Why do we it. assume <laughs> people? That's the thing. Nairobi so big. Yeah, even Nairobi
0: so big. Nairobi is bigger than we. Yeah but half the time you could, you could experience so many things <laughs> on your side of Nairobi and be completely unaware of Everything that happens on the other side. Well, That's I am true. always
3: down to go on field trips. We should just re- record these podcasts from all of the all different areas of Nairobi. In fact, we could do those demo coachings like, you know, literally just pick up a stranger and, and have a conversation. I wonder how
1: that would go. Yeah, really we'll just scare that. everybody away. Yeah. You pick yeah. Up a
3: <laughs> yeah. Why not? <laughs> how, how it's, strange it's, strange? it's it's all in the approach. <laughs> how is it's strange? all in the exactly creating the safe environment. Yeah. But I want to thank you too. I think one of the reasons why um, these conversations Are so interesting every time we have them is because literally every human being. Um, if you're a being, meaning you're living in the world, mm. right? A verb, then you can relate to these conversations. Mm. And so, thank you so much for giving me an opportunity to just, you know, share this. And if it's insightful to someone and maybe it just helps Some
0: you live a here.
3: better day um, <laughs> and, than and these other guys, are not the even, guys. Yeah. then I'm Sorry. so grateful for that. If, even yeah.
0: like before we started, you had this really dope conversation with the producer. <laughs> we have like thousands of people who listen to this. Wow. And, um, they're really going to appreciate this. Thank you. And
3: you have to come back. Absolutely. I'd be yeah. happy to. We are we,
0: we already. We're, we're going <laughs> to structure a thank whole you. other episode for you. Episodes. And for your expertise. Thank you so and much. And again, thank you so much for coming, uh, so It's we, been we such really an honor. It. Thank you, too. Yeah. So, so, And with that, guys, <laughs> see asked. you on the next one.
5: <laughs> wow.